The cha 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 is a bit of a uh, it's a bit of a dance, isn't it? It is a bit. You flail around. Your body moves in time. You, know, your you say flailing around, and the first thing that pops to me head is a magic cap. <laughs> that's 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 me when I dance. Just what splash? <laughs> it's not very effective. I have a question. Would this if you if if you did what magic cap does and you yeah. splash? Would they just class that as the worm? I think it would be for a human, wouldn't it? Yeah. To, to be honest, th- that's what oh, fish no. are doing. Fish fish don't splash. They worm. Oh. I feel like I'm doing. Well, I just I take it based on my wrestling cases that there was a person who did the worm. The thing is, the worm itself did fuck all. It was the movie he did afterwards that was considered the damage, which was just like a clothesline or something. It's like the people's it, elbow. It, it, it was, it's, There's no it's point the in running around up, at the end it? of the day. It's, it's the just an elbow up. drop. A charge up. Oh, like the super that, spear. Yeah, that, that's that's what the worm was and like what the rock did with um, his movie and all the rest of it. Like, remember Rikishi's? Yeah. Before he go slap his ass in your face. What, what was it that he used to do? Oh, he like used to like swing his arms around in a like like get everyone cheering type thing. Wasn't yeah, it? like yeah. F- that 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 was him taking the power in and then, like going then in your face, fucker. But in the end of the day, he was sticking his nappy ass in front of someone's face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was... the, um, there is a character in Saga, but there was the freaking worm as part of his attack. Yeah, but the worm yeah, itself doesn't deal any damage. It's 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 the thing after. Yeah. It hits the gun he shoots, or the weapon he hits them with. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's theatrics. Though, again, it's like what I put in the uh, in the Discord yesterday. Though, though, okay, that was the meme that they did there. But that, that happened in the NXT. I was running down to the ring, and a guy just shoulder-barged him, and he flew through oh, the front row of the crowd. I'm quite surprised they didn't just, like, put him going flying through the crowd and just have the thing go, nah, nah, it was going into outer space and all the rest of it. <laughs> That whole just, meme just nice of where, little... like, you just, you, someone gets hit and they just go flying away. And then you hear, bing! Yeah. But uh, I did like the, the smash what meme. The, what you should have heard is, Team Rockets Rocket. <laughs> Adam Cole's blasting off again, baby! <laughs> ding! But, um, yeah, I mean, it was quite clear in that that the whole front row will have been plants. Sorry, for health and safety, you do not get away with throwing yourself into a bunch of crowd members. Doesn't happen. Sorry to break the illusion, guys. Oh, unless they they knew about it and they'd been told to give him waivers to sign. Yeah, maybe. But um, I would have had the other meme of you know, like in Jackass 3D, where they they shot the dildo out of the rocket launcher and it did the round the world mm. montage. You could have done that with with that wrestler. Oh yeah. You know, just just flying past monuments of the world and then landing in the crowd. But uh, yeah, that's the best thing that I've seen in a long time, and it was so funny. Uh, so uh, let's move on to the beginning of the podcast, where we uh, where we just look at the standard thing. Medium, we are. So yeah, this is the Immaterial Gamers podcast, episode seventy. Season two. Straight from the straight from the come down of of episode sixty nine. I wasn't here. Yeah. But I do hear Duncan did not keep to his bond. He he didn't. He was fully clothed, but he needed to be. His sister was know, there for YouTube. For you, why? What was he doing? Um. The, well, it we, we was a not safe for kids podcast. Quite clearly, I, I'm. I'm never fully clothed for a podcast. Uh, I'm always fully clothed. I, especially I, for a podcast. I can happily say I at least have some sort of shorts or bottoms on. I. I always. Uh, I, I. I always sit at my computer topless. <laughs> oh, you are like a wrestle boy then. I, I think it's more the fact that if I if I sit here with a shirt on. I don't feel comfortable, especially when I've got a fan on, and because my room's dead warm because I've got a computer, PlayStation, all in a smallish area. It's dead warm, and just having a t-shirt on, just or a shirt or anything, just makes you like bake. Mm. Especially when your parents are cold and they decide oh, we're gonna turn the heat on. It's like okay. <laughs> I love the fact though when I while while I was away, I came home to. Yeah, we we had to go in your room and shut your window and everything because the house is too cold with everything off. <laughs> what? Before I went away for the week, I turned my fo- I turned everything off in my room, so mm-hmm. the whole upstairs was too cold. Basically, my my room is 
basic you, the most heat source in the house. You you provide heating to the entire rest of the house. Yeah, especially when my window because my window's open, and it yeah. makes my room is still the warmest room in the house unless you're cooking. I see. So, with my window open, and I normally leave it open, seeing that that was the case, and everything was switched off, my room became the coldest room in the house. Wow. So wow. it just absorbed all the heat that was put anywhere else in the house. Bloody hell. I just wonder how many devices are in it. But the problem I've got is, I mean, I've got a lot of devices in this in this living room that I'm recording from here, and yet it's still freaking cold. True. Yep. The, your, 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 your living room's a lot bigger than my bedroom. I, <laughs> fair. That is, that is very fair. So, you know, so I mean, I like how actually the fact that I'm keeping the, the radiator on here. This, this is a literal warm up, but uh, we'll do some introductions before we move on to what's been played. Uh, my name is Ryan. I'm the host. And this week we are uh, killed Google products and experiments and services. So uh, I'm YouTube gaming. I was okay. a, a nice, a nice little device. You know, YouTube's way of streaming I services. I that happened. Uh, well, yeah, nor did anyone else, really. So, uh, yeah, that happened. And also, we've got what D. Whatever happened to Google Plus? Who is Google Plus? <laughs> I have to ask that. What happened to Google Plus? You died. The whole, the whole thing that was meant to take out Facebook. <laughs> yeah, oh, no one liked it. Google Hangouts are, are on the chopping block as well. But, uh, yeah, YouTube Did you gaming... know they had Google Hangouts? Yeah, it was killed six months ago and was almost four years old. Google Plus... Hold on, if we just have a quick look. I was going to say, because even on Chrome, it's not even underneath their thing. That you've got Google Shopping, you've got Google Photos, you've got Translator, Calendar, Drive. Yeah. Context, it was killed eight email. months ago and was almost eight years old. Was it? I don't yep. feel like it was that old. I know, I know, it's just mad. And the other voice you hear in there is Stefan. Uh, he is Google Glass Explorer Edition. The hell's that? Uh, Google's idea of um, AR wearing a little glass thing on your head I'd rather just have Google glasses I wonder how much yeah. Google glasses actually no no that was Google glass was it? yeah oh don't they have that anymore? no it, li- it lived It lived for two years just to, to, to give you that I'd like to put. Oh, oh, it says googly eyes. I, I went to type in Google eyes, and some reason, it. I, I actually typed in Google, and Amazon changed it to um googly. Sorry, I'm not sure. Thank you, Alexa. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> no, I guess there. That's uh, that's Alexa, which at that point, I guess in this case would be Glass OS, <laughs> the operating system designed for Google Glass. Which died two years after Glass died. Which makes no sense. But uh, yeah, with that, we shall move on to what's been played. And then, I don't know if you may have guessed, but what we'll be talking about later on will be involving Google Stadia. But but sit right in, strap right in. And uh, Steph, you read while we move to what's been played. What's been played? No one told me I have to read. So uh, yeah. Um, there's a whole load of, of, of material that we'll be referencing while talking about Google Stadia and discussing that a little bit later on. But while we're doing that, D, you can go first. What have you played? Um, not a lot, to be honest. I've uh, been playing this thing, Adventure Capitalist, a little bit. But it's basically a... You can't really play it, to be honest. It's one of those click adventure... Not click adventure. It's an idle game. Yeah. Um... What else have I been playing? I've just been playing Untitled Goose. I was about to say, why don't you talk about that for a little bit? Because, you know, I know I've played it and talked about it briefly, but you decided you wanted to have an experience with it, so we'll go there. So for, for anyone who is, or who didn't hear, when I was talking about Untitled Goose game, what is it, D? Was I here for that? Don't know. Uh, basically, you're Probably a goose. Not. Uh... Yeah, you play as a goose and you've got to annoy a bunch of villagers by doing various things, like a to-do list. Yeah. Um, the, the best the best typography of a goose to-do list I've ever seen. It's a very good handwriter. Well, I'd slip it to plain text because the Italic text was... My brain was like, ah. 
Um, but yeah, I've completed the first time through. It's now giving me give me a bunch of credits, and now it's giving me a bunch of new things to do for the village. Ah, so you have got further than I have. You are now in the challenge mode. And what's the challenge mode like compared to the main game? Basically, everything's unlocked from the get-go for mm-hmm. the challenge things, and you just get to annoy the village all over again with new challenges, along with doing the old challenges, if you need to. And then right, there's the okay. time-trialed versions. You can restart it for time trial versions mm. for the final bits of the challenges. I've heard about the the time challenge, uh, the time trial challenge, and heard the 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 item that you get for completing all the time trials. Oh. But yeah, um, yeah, there's a whole bunch of new stuff. Basically, I thought the game's going to end. And there's not not a lot to do, and it goes. No, here's a whole bunch of new shit. Well. Same things, but instead of it being like each area, it's just like three lists of stuff to do, but it's trying to get them to cross up over each other and whatnot. Ah, okay. Um, so like, you get the challenge for get stealing stuff and then put it in the shop, and then the person has to buy their own stuff back. The advanced challenge is to steal something and make it from another part of the map, buy their stuff back. Oh god. <laughs> wow. Not from the high street, guys. Someone outside of the high street, you've got to make them buy their own stuff back. So like, you could steal maybe the old man's harmonica from the pub. Yeah, but then you'd have to get him all the way from the pub to the high street. <laughs> Through the pub. Yeah, but I assume at that point you can use the shortcut system that you're unlocking as you go through. True. Um, you all the gates are unlocked. Because wouldn't you have to get that guy to follow if you take a shortcut? He might know what follow. It's tricky. Um, the second time through, all the gates are unlocked from the get-go. So, basically you have an access to the entire village. Except for the, the final challenge, they board all of it up so you can't take any shortcuts. <laughs> for the final challenge for the first time through. I just picture on like this massive ultimate challenge virtually. It's like a 1984 dystopian future where there's just posters upon posters of no goose here symbology. Well, basically, uh, after the pub is the final challenge, is the model village. You have to get from the model village back to the beginning. <laughs> with a bell. Oh no. Going through the pub, the old lady's house, the, old, the other guy's house, down through the high street, down through the um, garden or in the shed, everything. But you can't take any shortcuts. <laughs> you have to go a very specific route. And if they catch you, they take the bell off you and you have to go and chase the bell back down. Uh, that makes me also... Like, now that I think about it, like in that like little tutorial area right at the beginning of the game, you see like a, a, like a pile of bells. Yeah, basically you drop the bells in and then the credit rolls and then comes back and goes, honk the horn! And here's all your new challenges! That, that makes me feel at that point that like the, the, the goose is... Entire existence is just to nick cause bell. enough crap to nick a bell. Yeah. Well, if you go as you're going through the bell area, they've repaired all the bridges and everything that you've been breaking, so you can't get through. So, uh, and then for some reason after that bell ha- thing happens, everything breaks again. It's like, okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, they've repaired the village, made it all safe and whatnot, and then like, oh, and then the, the bell gets dropped in the hole. No, no, you didn't. Everything got broke again. Oh dear. But yeah, um, but yeah, it's a quirky little game. Yeah. If you like to be an annoying little freaking goose. Some of the challenges I haven't figured out how to freaking do yet. There's like to get the dartboard to break. I can't work out how I'm going to break it, or get someone to break it. It's getting normally it's getting one of the villagers to break it whilst you do something to them. Normally scare the bugger in it. Yeah, or nick something that they throw at it. Hmm. But I don't know. So, yeah, it's. Yeah, basically, if you like being an annoying little fucker, and Tycho Goose Games are for you. Well, that's an endorsement. There's box text right there. <laughs> D, Immaterial Gamers. If you want to be an annoying fucking goose, play on Tycho Goose Games. <laughs> Perfect. Right. Cool. That's what? a good one. Who's been playing? Who else is next? Uh, let's go with Steph next. What have you been what? playing, Steph? Uh, Warframes? I have been playing Warframe. Oh, you could talk about Rising Tide. I about it. Yeah, I got it. I got it today. Finished it. Sweet. <laughs> you got a new ship. 
the most yeah, decadent of updates to Warframe. The one thing is, though, um, after being told for the last how many days it took me to make this now? About five. Uh, five. Yes. No, it was it was no. this time last week, wasn't it? Was it this time last week we started? Yeah. Well, yeah I don't know. Because was a coming soon on Friday, and then you were on the Saturday night going, hey, look, guess it's here. It's, uh, it might have been Sunday, Shiny actually. Penny. Okay. Well, might have been Sunday when we tried doing the um, TFT. It was weekend. I know it's weekendish because it was before I went Leeds and autism and whatever. Hmm. But uh, I know it's before I went on my little road trips. Uh, like how all the way through it, the little thing that's telling you how to build it keeps on saying, "I am not a reliable AI for the for the shit." Yeah, neither is Audis really. Don't worry. He then turns around after you've built it and goes, "Never mind. Um, I, I'm the only one suitable for it." <laughs> wow. D- so well done. That it, whole it, idea of missing AI. Yeah. And the AI was there the entire time. Yeah. He ba- he basically turns around and goes, "Um, there is no AI good enough. Um, I I, I technically am. Yeah. I, I don't because you know, like how he goes on about. Um, I don't know if how far you've got into it, but he says at one point. It was like my that. memory was erased at this point. Uh, um, I was for some reason given this order, where either the crew died or the mission failed. Yeah. Or it was it was save the crew or mission failure. It was something like that, and he was given the order to basically pick one, and he can't and he doesn't know why and so on. And then once you complete your ship, he goes ah, for some reason they were erased. And then starts going about, well, I am now the only suitable AI capable. So mm. he's now he's now spending his whatever amount of time until the missions come actually in, integrating himself into the systems. What's his name? Oh, uh, does he not have one yet? No, it's... Cephalon Psy. Yes. Oh, okay. Ryan's good with names. I am terrible with names. So I was looking at the fandom Wikipedia while we were looking at this, so... Um, so because so, yeah, uh, I haven't also, done much of it either. So, I've also so what's been the using um, some of the new reworks? What's the um? So what's going to happen to Wardis then? Yeah, no, you still keep your um. I forgot what they call it. Your ship. Yeah, your little ship that you're in, which has a name. It and does, I, I can't I don't remember, remember the name of it. I either. have the Mantis right now. No, I mean your, your ships. You, you've got the ship like the Mantis and whatever else the other ships are called. But the ship you're actually in is actually called something. Mm. The Orbiter. Yeah. You, you keep your Orbiter. This is more for team-based ship activities. Yeah. It's basically for you no longer just flying around in your um, mm. your wings. You, yeah. you, this has gives you an actual purpose to have your wings a bit more. Yeah, if you, if you were to think of the Orbiter as a scout and stealth vessel, the mm. Railjack is a warship. Yeah. Okay. I take it that's based from the I think it's gonna seem you've got the rail systems part of the guild crap. I'm taking it's gonna start you, bringing that in. Yeah, you, well, you if you've got this right on this stuff, making sure limited thing that you build your personal railjack using your clan's dry dock. For what it looks like, yeah. At the moment, um, which means to do the Imperium missions, which is what this is a prelude to you will need to either have a railjack or be doing a mission with someone who has one. A single tenor operating requires a ship to be crewed by a full squad of far tenor. Mm. Yep, my yeah. ship's ready. Yeah, Steph's got his railjack sorted. We do have the Immaterial Gamers clan has a dry dock mm. with the basically my um, dry dock. with the segment <laughs> or there's like the Cephalon segment ready for you to build. When you want to start it, but it's expensive. But the quest well, is expensive over time. Each part of it. Let, let's put it this way: the the first bit you do is a hun- is a thousand creds. Oh, that's too for, for, for the, no, for the, a hundred thousand creds. So a hundred thousand cred. That's just to get the the ghost. No wait, I'm okay. looking at the wrong thing. Oh, just be happy. Our clan's not moon based. Well, it's thirty five grand. For the, okay, um, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Blueprint. I was looking at the dry dock information. Yeah. Okay. No, Each but... piece costs a mil. Let's put it this way. Um, I started this off with seventy-two mil. <laughs> I had a mil. I, I played Warframe. I don't, I don't have a mil much. anymore. <laughs> I don't have hundred k yet, so 
I'm scared. Well, you're going to have to sell millions of mods then, because I guarantee you you've got tons One, of them. One, two, three, four, five, you need six mil. It's like a GTA expansion. Here, here's a new expansion. Now spend like eight mil on getting the new content. So fuck off. And, and each piece takes 12 hours to build and you cannot rush it. Hmm. That's good. Well, so that's on, on that point, you've then got 12 hours to get yourself to scramble up another mil credits. Yep. And farm up the other resources you're going to need to build the next one. <laughs> yeah, because there are like, there's there's two. No, there's one. There's like two there's collectible four. resources, one quest resource, and one resource unique to Railjack at that point. There's far new resources for this. Yeah, per section. Yes. Or one one bit well, per section. Ish, yeah. Well, the last uh, the sense. last two, one repeats itself. Yeah, because you got your normal stuff like your neural sensors, your Ruby Doe, plastids, origin yeah, cells, carbide. Uh, no, not carbides. Uh, you know, cryotic. And don't uh, forget your 30 um, origin cells. Yay. And your argon Aww. crystals. Uh, you can use platinum, just trade them. Yeah, argon crystals are annoying there. The argon I crystals is the annoying piece. How long did they work? Like the last for a day or something? Um, I'm just happy that. Half life. I, I, I just. Happy you can put it in the machine and just go, yeah, okay, there's, there's five down, I've got another ten more to go at some other point. Yeah, so it's not like you need to get 15 argon crystal before oh, you no. can put it in the thing. The moment you get one, put it in the thing. The, the, um, it, I've kind of got in the habit now of I launch missions from the dojo, so at mm. the end of it, I'm in the dojo. Uh, are just... we level nine as well? Or is that increased now? Because I know there's, we have nine out of ten, the Shadow Clan or whatever the fuck it's called. I believe we moved back to Ghost, didn't we? Didn't we get rid of yeah, people? Yeah, we, we dropped it down to Ghost so yeah. that we could reduce the the things. Because it was only expensive. us that was... And yeah. Literally, I, I think at the beginning it was just me, mainly. <laughs> I was hoping out everyone I can. Bits and pieces. Yeah. I mean, like I say, I'll, I'll probably be jumping on every now and again. Um, it's well, not a game that I've been able to just um, I don't know. I stay might... on. Well, I've started patching it anyway a while back. It's now up Oh, wow, this it. actually gives you um, a full list of all the items you need. Mm. Uh, I've just looked yeah. down, it's a total cost of credits, six mil. Yeah. But uh, I'll, I'll put it in the link to our Discord for that for when it comes through. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff, and each bit is. And this is. Th I guess this is the annoying part of it. Each part of the Railjack has to have a single player only mission completed first. Ah. Um, which involves you having to defend against a metric fuckton of enemies God, in an open space. Trust me, Ryan, the first one you did was a cakewalk. <laughs> oh, yippee. I, I've already told you what starts coming after you do the second yeah. one. It, they start appearing in the second one, but only like one or two. After yeah, that, you... you get a lot more sentinels coming after you. Yeah, do, yeah, do you like sentience? No, I really don't. Well, have we got the mode for you? It's got sentience up the wazoo. <laughs> the very last oh. one, I think I redid it twice. Just, to Just remember, sentience are easy enough these days now, though. Yeah, pop out you... into huh? your pop out yeah. into your, your tenno. Issue with that? Um, uh. you want you really want to take them on with all the uh, corpus or grenade there and everything else? In your All you need to bag? do is hit that sentient long enough to take its resistances away. Oh yeah, and true. Jump back in. The the only issue is is by the point you jump back in, don't forget everything is already shooting at your um, frame, so yeah. you are getting damaged as soon as you spawn back in. Yeah. I'm gonna say um, oh. you'll be joining oh, oh, oh. us on railjet missions at this rate. Is that what you're saying? At at this rate, you'll be joining me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I say us. It's Steph. <laughs> well, we need four perfumes, so we need Matt to come back to, because the three of us wouldn't be able to do it. If you need well, four. people can still make up squads with Railjacks, or at least that's the plan. Because if we had to have four from the clan, good luck with that. Yeah, we could we just advertise the clan more. We could recruit. Yeah. We also the only problem is with the clan stuff is we need to put the there's too many fucking warlords. That's not a problem anymore. Oh yeah, that that got started. Uh, technically, I was the. Um, Ruler of the clan. <laughs> they changed it. They made sure that there was a rank in there called Founding Warlord. Which was given to me because I put so much effort in the clan. <laughs> yeah, it's resolved. Anyway, so that's that's Rising Tide. And we've had Untitled Goose Game. 
and I'm having trouble on what I've actually played this week. You've played Final Fantasy. Um, yeah, played Ryan, a bunch of Final Fantasies. Ryan, Ryan played Final Fantasy. Um, Battle Breakers. Um, Ryan played nothing. Teamfight Tactics, screw it, we'll do that. You played Team Fight oh, Tactics. Um, speaking of Team Fight Tactics, I've got to Silver. Yeah. What I'll do is I'm gonna I'm gonna request everyone's ranks um, on Sunday, as they are, and weekly we'll just update them. Um, we we'll call it a mini competition. I don't like this mini competition. You can all go to hell. Well, <laughs> well, it's just there. It's not like it's for anything. I don't like it still. It's not that we're gonna do a forfeit on it, but no one's gonna get a prize if they succeed either. Like well, um, I've hit my new highest. bad enough that I already know I'm the weakest. Are uh, you an iron still? Yeah, I'm an iron. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But yeah, Rise of the Elements is still going. We've, you know, I know a lot of us have been playing more ranked now. It's starting to settle into some of the, the, the what you calls the, the, the specs, the meta mm. of working and viable strategies. Like, a Glacial Berserker build is strong. An Inferno Summoner build is strong. A Shadow Summoner build is very strong. Um, um, I, I built a Ranger um, Predator build predator, the other day. A Predator mixed with Druid or Inferno. Yeah. Predator he's, mixed he's with um, Glacial is also good. Yeah. Predator they glacial. keep them stunned and then just kill them. Yeah. Well, yeah um... And Mage, along with something other than Ocean, bizarrely, Seems to work as well. Yeah, oh, ocean, ocean with um, Tibbers. <laughs> oh, Ocean Summons. No, what was it? It was the yeah. It was the oh, it was that. People making turn... a mage build and turning Annie into a mage. That means you could also turn any of the other summoners into a mage. Mm. So you could also have Voidlings running around. The, the, and the only issue with that, Voidlings come out as basically bronze units, while yeah. Yeah, Tibbers comes out with more health Massive. than most units and deals a lot more damage than most units. And, and that's you have based two of them. What Annie's level is. Yeah. Yeah, and there's two fucking timbers like dropping your face. It's like, ow. Get, Double timbers, one. You. And then as one timbers dies, the other, it respawns again because it's when it casts. Yeah. So you, there's always at least one timbers on the field. It's just like, oh fuck's sake, timbers. There is always a timbers. But I guess at least with Annie's fingers, that she plays more like a basic shapeshifter on the fact that once she casts timbers, it's 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 there. Unless until Tibbers dies, and if Tibbers Tibbers dies, she can uh, she then starts recharging again. Yeah. But if you've got two Tibbers and one See, Tibbers dies, th- she starts recharging what... anyway. Yeah. Like, but this God is damn I think, it. Um, if you had the Bidlings or uh, well, if you had Malzahad or um, Plant Lady Zara, you would just have a field covered in things. Yeah. If you had something like that. Yeah. Screw you. Ten unit limit. But um, ten oh, unit limit. Never met Voidling Army. <laughs> oh, I'll give it. I'll give it as a spoiler for um. Isn't that a rat? That's basically like a rat's deck at that point. Yeah. Here, here, have rats. Here, have more rats. What's that? You want more rats? No, no, please, sir. I don't want any. I'll have all the rats. But um, fucking rat deck. Yeah. Now the, the what's it called? What TFT? No. <laughs> You, you, you were saying something about Spoiler. Yeah, oh yeah, Spoiler alert for this week's Teamfight Tactics. My god, double casting Vygar with Ceres Embrace is a ball ache. <laughs> Sounds about right. Oh, a gold god. double casting Vygar with Ceres Embrace. Ooh, okay, I didn't realise it was gold. <laughs> that makes it a lot more worse. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially if you had him in an ocean spot. Oh, he doesn't need an ocean spot. Yeah, I know, but just, yeah. It's just, it's just golden Vigor in an ocean spot is just horrible. <laughs> Never mind the seven embrace. Yeah. So. To yeah, be honest, I like of... Earth. I like Earth, Ocean, Fire, Wind. Oh, was that was that one that I was playing um, last night where where Steph watched in every now and again? Yeah. Oh yeah. Earth, yeah. Earth yeah. Mundo or Mountain D- Mundo is especially if you can gold Mund- Mundo is a beast. Yeah. Especially with like. Um... Oh, no, that's normal Mundo. And Mundo with Warmogs is just ridiculous. Well, that's the thing. If it was a gold Mundo with Warmogs and Mountain Cause... Buff, and that he's just... He's getting infinitely stronger. Yep. All the way through. That's the thing with the Earth. And it's just... That's the thing with the Earth 
thing is it stacks over time, where the other ones seem to be like, for this round. Yeah. That one, it stacks over time. Yeah, I mean, the thing that you have to remember on that, though, is that everyone's on an even playing field when it comes to that. Mm. Everyone gets the exact same buff in the exact same uh, spaces. But then it's... I mean, it uh, depends on what their character types are, whether they're actually useful, but... Yeah, because I've had it at, right at the front line, and it's like, um... You, you could have played the game I had yesterday, where, um... I, I, the guy who won our game yesterday, when the game I was in yesterday, didn't build anything particular. He had one of everything, and he wow. was kicking everyone's ass. Yeah. Well, this seems, seems to be still the same thing, isn't it? It's just like... Dipping into every trait. No, that's what he He didn't even bronze anything. Everything was just there. Just one of everything. The only thing he didn't have was um singe. Mm. Oh, a lot. He just had one of everything. It was like, what the hell, mate? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I'd call that an anomaly. (laughs) I don't know. But there is um, quite a few builds where it's like three. Like, like, if you go Predator, Predator goes into like three different builds. Mm-hmm. Whether you're using the Skarnar or the whatever. Predator okay. tends to go into Poison, Glacier, um, or Crystal. Crystal or Steel. Mm. Depends on which three of them you're using. It's it's very based on who you've got. Like, you automatically, with the Mages, get two Ocean. Because mm. of the um, Vladimir and the Syndra. Unless you did what I did for one of my games. I had four Mages and two Assassins. That were um, sort of turned into Mages. I wasn't getting the mages out, and I had spatulas and the items to build the mage caps. So I was just like, fuck it. Four mages, and two mages that are also assassins or whatever, or wardens or whatever. Here you go. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's all good. There'll be more teamfight tactics talk at some point. And, you know, we do have... A lol challenge coming up. We just need to organise when we can get all six of us around oh, to, 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 to do lot. those. But we'll, we'll talk more about that privately and we'll announce it when it's available to actually be announced. So, uh, yeah. Right. It is time. It's not for news. It's more of an immaterial big question thing. The Google Setter. The Google Stadia. It looks interesting. It is. To be honest, I didn't read any of the things you put up. I just went straight to their page where it was telling me it was 120 quid. Yeah. So, <laughs> you can you can do that. Because we, what we're going to do is I'm going to ask the question, but before I ask the question, we'll let the audience know a little bit of the background of what Stadia actually is. So, Stadia was, what, announced by Google last year? Shall we I have say? no idea when it was announced. I think actually. it was. Something about that. And the idea is it is a cloud gaming service. That's sort of in and its distilled form, that's what it is. The idea is that you have a Google Stadia pad, a device. No other hardware is theoretically necessary. Because it's um it connects to one of the Google Hub things. Yeah, it just connects well, it connects to anything that has an internet connection, really. But that game then goes to the Google server hubs. Yeah. That's where the hard drive is. Yeah. So you don't need... So the idea, theoretically, you do not need any hardware because it's all just online. And you'll play stuff on the internet, you can download games, and you can play them that way. The big thing on Stadia's thing was that you could play AAA games fully, cross-cloud gaming, in 4K resolution, going a bit higher... The idea that you could play it as if you were playing a console game, but without all the need for doing so. And then you Something. could do that on mobiles, Chromecast, you know, laptops, various theoretically, things. Theoretically, it would be a sound idea. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, it's, it's a sound idea, but we've got problems and we'll get to those. You are the yeah. problem. So, part of that problem is the fact that it is an online cloud-based gaming thing, which means for a lot of this, to play that at 4K resolution consistently during your game sessions would require Internet of the Gods. Well, can't then my internet's not a bad for it. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
but it's got to be consistently not that bad. Yep. What? And, yeah, we we live in England where we have alright internet. People say that we've got shit internet. Oh, no, we've got better internet than some, some uh, yeah. quite a few lot of places. Yeah. It's just, and ours we, seems we, to not be that consistent. Yeah it's, yeah, it's not consistent. When it's good, it's very good. When it's not, it's noticeable. Well, yeah. I mean, and, well, this the, the other thing on this is that it's, we're not talking, like, sort of developing countries levels of bad internet. The US, where this is probably being pushed to fuck, has got the worst internet really in. For the like, how big it is, I would, I would say that makes sense by the, yeah. the size of it. So, so people have been having issues where they've been playing the game, and you know it's been compressing and and stuff like that. Did you ever try PlayStation Now stuff? Um, PlayStation Now. What was that? The cloud gaming service for the PlayStation. No, I didn't. I did not try that. Okay, I, uh, I've got sort of I've good internet. I've not tried any there. of it. It's, it's a bit like uh, how how our guild has our own issues because we have the England and Canadian halves. Mm. We have yeah. latency issues with the other half. Depends on who's hosting, to be honest. Yeah, but imagine that was just happening while you were playing your single player game, and you just decided, oh, we're just gonna the internet connection is just gonna drop all the time. Yeah. Well, actually. It, in, in like my Metal Gear Solid game, it does. Uh, if it goes, oh, by the way, we booted you out. It's like, what? What? Mm. Fuck you. Yeah, it's, it's it's crap. And I mean, we play like GTA now. Online. It's like GTA Online. It'll just go, <sniffs> and we're booting you back to story. Like, well, thank you for that. That's that's Rockstar servers being Rockstar servers. They're not great. PlayStation Now's was a different sort of beast. Imagine playing the game, and then as you were doing it, the sound and graphics were distorting. Ugh. I don't have to deal uh, with that normally. And then not not responding to your inputs properly, and I'm I'm having that with Space Engineers with Terry. Not matching up all the time. It's like God damn it! But that's so, because of, that's because of the transatlantic latency. Yeah, so it's it's there. It's like that... Terry. It's like me and Terry's like me and Terry are playing or something, and it's just like, uh, and I'm a rubber banding all over the fucking place. God damn it. Trying to drive and fucking space engineers, though. No, it wasn't <laughs> space engineers. What was the game we normally play? And we... Factor- no, it wasn't Factorio. Yeah, Factorio. When you try <laughs> to drive, you got in the vehicle, you were like, I'm not moving. You got out of the vehicle, the vehicle shot off. Because <laughs> technically, the game said you were moving, and you're still stood in the spot, and the vehicle's gone. Yep. Wow. It's just like bad. Miles. It's like it rubber banded from Miles. It's like, hmm. There's less, less rubber band and more catapult. Yeah. <laughs> you were catapulted to wherever you were going. Yeah. You didn't have an so, option. <laughs> yeah. So so we've got the connection issue. That's one problem that they've had. Two, the list of games that are coming out, which you have to pay full price for, to not own. I was going to say, would this also be one of them things of seeing that you don't own the physical copy of it, they will use it on you some in a way. Oh, they could probably just revoke it at any time. Yeah. You've paid yeah. for access to the game. And now but I know then... this could be the same as Steam and, and all that stuff, but generally at least that downloads to your computer. Mm. Yeah, basically You have you have the dig- you have the data. Yeah, you have the data at least. On and Stadia you can at least at least because you can at least then if you uninstall it, you can just re download it if you want to. Well no, that that's not the problem at all on their day. It's like if they revoke access to the game, you never had the data for it in the first place. Oh, you mean like what? Um, it's it's cloud like gaming. Like what happened to Destiny with Blizzard before Steam picked it back up again? No, because you again, you're at least still downloading that to the computer. Let's let's just distill it to this point. You've never downloaded the game because with Stadia, you never download the game. Because the server it's is... on their servers. You're connecting to their server. You're paying for access to their server for the game. You don't touch a physical bite of that data. What could be bad? If they just pull it. Yeah. So you're paying the same amount of price to have a physical or a digital download of something to just be able to play it online. Which again, as we've also mentioned, if your internet connection's not there, you're not accessing. That, and the games list isn't... It's not that big for a game list. I mean, There's some games on it where I'm looking at it and thinking, so well, you've got like number two of this, or you've got like the new version of this, but why haven't you got any of the older ones? 
It's like they're, they're, look when you games. look on their actual site for buying it, and that mm. seems to be like what they're trying to push it from, they seem to be putting it towards um, Destiny more than anything else. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Destiny 2 is on there. Um, but then we're looking at Destroy All Humans, Final Fantasy 15, uh, Just Dance 2020. Now, let's, let's go for older stuff here. The Tomb Raider games. This is supposed to be your, like, big push in the gaming market. And your your killer apps are games uh, that people have played. No, 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 right. The Tomb Raider games aren't mediocre, but they've been out for four years. Been the newest one on there, Borderlands? Uh, yeah, which only got announced yesterday. So, you know. I mean, actually, their biggest one is Darksiders Genesis. But that's coming out everywhere else as well. It's not an exclusive, it's not a killer app, it's not, you know, all that stuff. And Sounds blase. Mm, it's just like, eh, it's here. You know. I'd rather have my... Uh, uh, to be honest, I do want to upgrade my thing now, but because I'm running three, third generation hardware and seventh generation's out, so I am lagging behind. Yeah. Hardware-wise, but, yeah. You know. So, so we've got we've got those situations, and that coupled with the fact that half the st- features that they've been announcing are not available yet. Yeah, I kind of looked at that, and it was like, uh, you you won't be able to you you can get re- in-game rewards, well not rewards, but achievements, which but you, you won't be able to know the, that you're uh, getting until next year. Yeah. <laughs> um, co-ops. Honest, I wish... of, uh, oh no, that's been amended. I kind of wish Epic. Cool. I kind of wish Epic had um, achievements. I really couldn't be bothered as much. You know, as as a person who sat there playing like NES and Mega Drive games, I didn't need achievements in order to play the games. Oh no, I I do enjoy getting achievements though. That's the thing for me. Uh, yeah, at the end of it is still just a dopamine thing, dopamine boost. But everyone has their own ways of doing that. But um, yeah. So so there's all these problems with it, and then it's come out with mixed reviews, and stuff's not working properly. Uh, the big one was that Destiny 2 was actually not in 4K, it was an upscaled 1080p version of the game, and Google threw the developers under the bus and said, no, we do have 4K capability, it is the responsibility of the developers to make sure that it is under that. Oh yeah, sounds about right for any company, to be honest, to say that. Yep. Yeah, but you've you've like pushed for this game to come out and, and, and told people that every game was going to be under four, uh, you know, 4K. Not that everyone in the UK, for example, has 4K in the first place. I don't have 4K. People are I, just I don't getting see the point to... of that at this point. A lot of yeah, people I... are just starting to get into HD. <laughs> yeah, yeah, into 1080p HD. Mm. The standard. Um... And uh, and I know people that have 4K telly and they, they, they watch 4K and HD and they can't really tell any different. Yeah. They say there is a difference, but you... It's so... It's like... No, yeah, it's not. It's not noticeable. It's just you, you, It's it's that much. Your 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 eyes and that don't really care. It's like when um, because I remember going to HD before you, and mm. when we used to play a lot of games at yours, and I used to struggle like hell to see your screen. <laughs> hey, hey, I was happy to have a TV that was able to run sixty hertz, which before HD wasn't a thing in the UK. But all, all so, I know, all I know is I struggled to see. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, thing. Yeah. So we've Girl got two minutes left anyway. of the podcast, so I wanna we'll see if we can get to the question here. So this is the question. With all the stuff that we've discussed about in the past twenty minutes. Okay. Who is the Google Stadia for? Um, if anything, I'd say peop- gamers that travel. Right. Okay. But then the issue is because uh, all you're gonna do all you're gonna have to do is make sure you have your account. And carried around the pad or whatever else they're bringing out for it. Because yeah. by the looks of it, it's a pad and a little thing to make sure the pad can connect. A hub. Like, um, by the looks of it, it's like the Steam hub thing. Mm, Steam link, wasn't it? But then, it? I also feel like anyone who's going to travel like that will have things like the Switch. Yeah. They'll have Nintendo products. Yeah. This that is will fill that gap. The, <laughs> this is the stuff that people have been, have been discussing about in gaming circles. For every potential possibility of who the Stadia is for, the counter-argument is something that is already out and is already being successful. Like you said, the travelling gamer is, a is already push. probably going to be a Switch player. 
or a Google Store. The um, uh, a, a phone get or play on phone or actually yeah. play the Vita. Mm. Someone's uh-huh. already got sort of the the portable market, and even then, when you come out, so looking at some people who travel with with gamers, we'll take into someone that we've watched and you know people that we've watched every now and again. Achievement Hunter. I've already got mobile consoles. Mm. They they were a lot of the time sponsored by a company that they could take. It was it was like a little suitcase that you'd open up and it would have a monitor on the inside and their console power supports. Oh yeah, I've seen. It. Didn't inside. they bring it out for? They, didn't they bring a thing out like you could buy something like that for PlayStation? Yeah, there was something similar to it. And one of the other people I follow every now and again, Xavier Woods, he's a wrestler who does the Up Up Down Down gaming channel. He's a Is wrestler. The, um, he's always traveling. One of the new days. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's, he's, he's like the he's the he's the big gaming geek of the of the new day. I mean, the other two are gaming geeks, but he's the big one. Um, not big as in bulky, but just big as in fan. And yeah, he he. Also has that portable console, and he's traveling 330 days of the year. Yeah, now I've just got the stupid new day in my head. The new day. Yeah. God. So damn it. let's let's <laughs> say let's say so. Stadia is not really for the traveling gamer. It's definitely not for Xavier Woods. I don't think anyone would actually get it. Not if someone was gonna get it. it I think it'd be a gift. Mm. And, and if they were gonna get it as a gift, they're not gonna have much on it. If yeah. anything, it'll be someone. Let's say. Let's say I like to go Ryan's, and we always play the same game. Mm. Yeah, mm. and I don't want to keep sharing the same screen or something like that. But I know for a fact he's got another screen, it's just that he hasn't got another console to play it on. Yeah. Any game so, that has cross-platform, okay, you're fine. You, you've probably got a bit of a market there for someone. Someone who doesn't game at home a lot, they go to a, their friends or something more. Possible. You've you yeah. probably got that a bit more. But apart from that, I can't see you getting much anywhere. But then Steam's also now released that. Yeah, and then you've got Steam that's brought out the thing, but then, again, that's still off the thing of people like to play at other people's places, not just their own. Yeah, I mean, that was the thing, isn't it? Yeah, Remote Play Together solved the argument of what if you wanted to play stuff together, but you didn't have the ability to play it in that situation it was it was an option an addition something else to do it works for us like like d said earlier on in the podcast you know we're split between canada and the uk you know other than flying canadians out every now and again or us doing the same yeah, that doesn't work not. so the remote play works in that regard stadia theoretically could fall into that yeah. But that's that's the thing, because I mean I'm also staring at stuff like does it fit the small family market? Does it fit the no. the people who had the Wii market? And the answer, like like you said there, Steph, is no, because the games list that's coming out for the Stadia are the, not games that the people games that would normally be playing list, on something like a Wii. It 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 the, for what's on the game list, they're aiming at, at hardcore gamers, but it yeah. doesn't make sense because no hardcore gamer is going to play on something that's not going to be that reliable. Yeah, they've already got a PC or one of the major consoles. Yeah, yeah, we already have our own rigs. Yeah. Right. See, see, the more that you think about it, the more you wonder who the actual target audience for the Stadia is. Um, and someone who's I think the backwards. only one I could think of is the fad crowd. The influencer. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong, I'm looking at it. I was looking at it before, like I said to you, I didn't look at the um, I didn't look at the um, straight away the, the, the articles you put on. I look straight on, just look at what, what it actually is. And to yeah. me, I, I would if I just looked at that, and for what it was, I'd, I'd get it. But because hmm. of the articles and all the reviews that have come out for it already, it's like, yeah, and, and for the games that are running, it's like, I've got a PC for that. Yeah, that's that's why I feel it's like, seriously, it's only the, for the, the fad market, for someone who would always be buying the new trend. I mean, Disa, at that point, the hipster market, you know, for probably for someone who can't go without buying a... I, I, I don't want to like you know sit there and stereotype and stuff, but it's, it's, it's a person who can't help but constantly buy the new iPhone in cash. To be honest, I tend to doubt with Sony, but the phone isn't as fucking expensive. <laughs> yeah, and generally it's using you know architecture that isn't prohibitive to everyone else. But um, yeah. So yeah, uh, uh, I used to do that with iPhone, strange enough. I used to be a really um Apple product. No, person. it's like what I um. It's why I scratched my head with uh, someone who went. You had the iPhone 10, now you just got the iPhone 11. It's like, why? 
Because the number increased by one. But the price increased by ten. <laughs> Times. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. I, I like, think... Because uh, it's, it's 11. It's new. It's like... It's not uh, new. It's backwards. <laughs> yeah. It's like... Uh, it's just like ridiculous. Good for you. You're paying like a thousand... Like a few hundred a month for something that's... Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see how this goes. I mean... I know we joked at the beginning of the podcast of, of stating that we were stuff that was killed by Google, but they have a track record. If this doesn't if this doesn't come off the ground quickly, it's gonna die. True. In the same in the same way. And they're gonna need to do a lot better. I mean, I like the idea of cloud gaming, but I don't know if this is the way to go about it. Well they're that's just trying me. to think but they're trying to think outside of the box. They're not even yeah. thinking in a box. Well that that's Google. That's Google. Um, G- so. Google. Google just thought, let's think. What did people Google search? <laughs> That's Google. <laughs> Playing Assassin's Creed at work. Oh, well, well, you've got an idea for that. we got an app for that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we will wrap this podcast up this week. Um, if you liked what you heard, if you want to discuss more about how Google Stadia may become the new hotness, it won't, but you're free to share your opinion. Uh, please like, share, subscribe, comment, engage. Tell your friends, family, enemies, people who have bought the stadium. Always tell your enemies. Your enemies yeah. are the worst. <laughs> yeah. And uh, thank you, D and Steph. A pleasure. And remember to keep an eye out on the social medias. They're in the description. Check out all the other videos. They'll be in the links for the descriptions. And until next week... Please, for God's sake, play a game. Butter bread. Butter bread, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but no, no, no. If you're going to have bread, at least make it into toast. No, because <sighs> if you want to have that, what you should just do is burn down a bread factory. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. You laugh, but you know it's true. <laughs>